Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here is your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler, and welcome to Conversations Radio. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio, and you are, I thank you. On Twitter, it's really quite simple. It's at Converse Radio. That's like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And on Facebook, we are Conversations, the podcast. Again, if you like what you hear, drop us a line, conversationspod at gmail.com. Hey, great show last night, episode 107, we featured... Kensington Tallman from Nickelodeon's Drama Club, and uh, it was a fantastic podcast. Our co-host was Ava Bianchi from Atlanta, and Kensington's out here in California, pretty close to me, actually. Drama Club on Nickelodeon, as well as, I believe, Hulu. It's uh, She plays Bianca Magic, drama for sure. <laughs> so uh, go ahead and check that out. And she's done uh, That Girl Lele and voiceover stuff and uh, all kinds of different projects. So go ahead and uh, follow her. It was a great show, really good show. Great show tonight as well. Our guest is going to be Brooklyn Shuck from Evil, Evil, and co-host the wonderful, talented Maddie Croco. Both are in New York, one on the island, one in the city, and we'll talk to them in a second. Don't forget, folks, all of our podcasts are on Apple Podcasts, so you can go to the iTunes store and search Conversations Radio, and voila, they're all right there. Soon to be 108 episodes. My goodness. <laughs> Amazing. Great, great shows. They're also on Google Podcasts as well as Podbean. If you Google Conversations Radio, they come up. And uh, again, lots of shows. And again, tonight we are live. Uh, I'm in LA, and both my uh, guest and co-host are in New York. We'll go ahead and dive right in, because it's late there. And I'll keep this interesting so they don't fall asleep, because uh, again, it is late. Um, you'll be fine, Brooklyn. Don't worry. And my co-host is a returning guest. Uh, she was here about two weeks ago. She plays Lexus on Evil. I'm actually caught up now, which is great. The show, again, airs on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, season 3 is on the way. That'll happen in 2022. But uh, Season 2 is a thing. And I think we're halfway through the season, if I'm not mistaken. But really, just an examination of evil. Is it supernatural or is it man-made? I think a little bit of both. Brooklyn plays Lynn, the eldest daughter. And Maddie plays Lexus. Let's go ahead and bring my co-host in. From Long Island, New York, she is an actress. She is, um, I guess, middle daughter. There's four daughters, but kind of the middle daughter on there. She plays Lexus. Really kind of has it going on. She kind of feels responsible and makes, makes sure things are right. But I think Lynn is quickly honing in. She's going to run the show at some point, too. Welcome back, Maddie Crocco. Hey. Hi, how are you? Fine, welcome back. And we do cam up here locally, folks, just so we can see each other. Maddie's got this this light show going on in the back of her. It's like a planetarium. Hey, there's Saturn. Okay. <laughs> but um, it, it's really cool. How are you? I'm good. I'm living in space. <laughs> yeah, you, exactly, exactly. Glad to have you back. And again, as I mentioned, uh, I am all caught up on evil. Next show is on Sunday. You guys are living the dream there in New York, and you know our guest tonight, obviously. The show is amazing. This was your first booking, right? Yeah, remember. this is my first I mean, thing. Have you done Broadway yet at all? No, it was like, I mean, we were so early on, and like, 
we were offered Broadway and like stuff like that. And even I talked about that with my manager, but at the same time, we were just like, we're so new to this. Like, I'm not sure I can commit because it would be a lot to yes. go into the city every day and all that stuff. So I, we weren't sure if we were ready for that yet. As I look at Brooklyn's resume, and I mean, she has worked nonstop for the last 10 years. Seriously. <laughs> I'm going to bring her in because, again, it's late and she's nursing a wrist injury. So she's got to stop falling down. Brooklyn Shuck is all of 16 years old, originally from Kentucky, home of Kentucky Fried Chicken and the Kentucky Derby. And now she's in New York, home of Broadway and Evil. She plays Lynn on the show. Her Broadway resume is spectacular. Everything from Annie to Matilda to Beaches, Les Mis, and a Tony Award-winning performance by the whole cast on The Ferryman. That was in uh, 2018, 2019. And she's done... Tuck Everlasting and all kinds of stuff. It is amazing what she's done here. And the whole family does this. And you guys know each other. Now, when you first met Brooklyn, what was your impression of her? I liked her pants. Her I pants. liked her pants a lot. Her pants? Yeah. And what, what kind of pants were these? I, I can't exactly remember. I think they might have been like plaid or something. And plaid. I was at that stage where I like really didn't know like what I wanted to do with like my outfits and stuff like that. Um, so when I saw them, I was like, oh my gosh, those are so cute. Like, kind of, so I went up to her and I was like, like, hey. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maddie. I like your pants. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not awkward. Okay. Brooklyn Shuck, how are you? Hi, I'm well. How Welcome to Conversations Radio. So she had a thing for your pants, apparently. Were you, were, I don't know. Were you, I mean, that's a compliment. I'll take it. So you weren't taken back or, uh, now do you still have those pants? That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, I'm like a huge, I get like an emotional attachment to my clothes, so yeah. I'm sure I still have them. <laughs> well, welcome to Conversations Radio. So so glad to have you on here. Congrats on the show. Um, Thank you. You girls are killing it on there. And again, uh, you've got uh, a phenomenal cast with um, Skylar as well as Dahlia, who wants to be on the show, by the way. So that'll be coming up pretty soon. And of course, you get to work with Michael Emerson. He's not creepy. It's It's just amazing. How did you get the part for Lynn? What was the process for you? Because you were doing a lot of Broadway stuff. How did you find the time to say, okay, let's set that aside? And Yeah, I think I was in the ferryman at the time. And I'm pretty sure it was pilot season. And so, like, at the time, there was lots of um, pilot auditions. And I remember Evil specifically. There were a few rounds of auditions, lots of girls, like there usually is. And right. I remember you know, doing like the finals and meeting Robert and Michelle and like, it, it felt like an immediate click with them and, and they're just like such wonderful people. And so I'm so lucky. And like, when I got cast for the pilot, I was overjoyed and just so excited to work on the project. And then even more excited when it got picked up. And also um, Matilda Lawler is in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. We worked on Ferryman together. Actually, a lot of the Ferryman cast members have cameoed on Evil. Really? Um, yeah, Matilda, Julia, Nightingale, who is also um, in the ferryman with me, played another one of my sisters. Um, and then, like, a, a few more. Like, there's just been a lot of ferryman people on there, and I've been really happy about that. Maddie has not been on the ferryman, though. No. <laughs> but, I um, wish. Yeah. But congrats. And again, the ferryman, you guys won a Tony. Yeah. That is a huge huge thing where do you keep your tony is it on your oh, shelf i well i wish that we all got ones individually but oh. unfortunately well i mean the most well-deserved 
were, you know, the writers. Oh, Jess sure. Butterworth keeps it, I'm sure, somewhere very safe. Well, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, production. And again, you guys Thank had a long run. A very physical, yeah. very physical show. A lot of yeah. dancing and stuff. And... We're all like super tight and and kind of got into our routine. Because also it was a three-hour play. So it was like a long period of time that we all just spent so much quality time together and, and built those relationships, which I think made our performance that much stronger. So I'm, I'm so grateful for that experience. I think you and Matilda did a, uh, a behind-the-scenes uh, tour. I, I, did, I did see that. It looks amazing. I mean, you, yeah. you had like live animals and, and yes, did. real food. And babies. And babies, yes. The babies. Two babies, right? So, yes. So. How tired of you are of, of Turkey? Because there's a lot of Turkey. Oh my. <laughs> I, I was ready to not be eating that food anymore. But the preparation, Clem was, was the guy that, that prepped it. And like he did such a great job. Um, and... Yeah, there was a lot of mashed potatoes, a lot of peas, <laughs> lots of that every night. <laughs> wow. Outstanding. Yeah. So let's go back a bit. And again, Maddie, um, floating in space right there. Be sure to just pop right in because I know you've got questions as well. Brooklyn, your story begins in Kentucky. Yeah. Your dad's a weatherman. He is. And uh, at some point uh, when you were young, you got a, a taste of musical theater there in Kentucky. And then decided to come to New York to try out for was it Annie? Yeah, the story's the story's kind of wild. Um, I yeah, I just like went to New York for a trip um, before I auditioned for Annie and and met with a, a vocal coach who then like recommended that I audition for my now agent and I I was just up in New York City for an open call which was Annie and ended up just booking it and having eleven days to move to New York. Wow. And yeah. now you're living in Manhattan. Um, yes. How was that move? Because obviously, I mean, Kentucky is amazing. It is yeah, it's amazing. A lot Do you guys still have a home there? Or are you guys? Um, my dad still lives there okay. and I have family there. Um, and I go and visit ever so often. And it, it really is a, it's refreshing to go there after being sure. in the city for a long time. Just because it's a completely different environment. And yeah. I just, like, it does, it brings me back. Because, I mean, most of my memories are from New York City because I was so young. But, like, there is a level of nostalgia there when I go back. And I just, I do like spending time there and, like, having that different energy. Is there anything that you, like, um, specifically do there? Like, I know that I go upstate for summer and, like, we're always fishing. So is there, like, a dedicated place or, like, thing you actually do in Kentucky? I love to go on long drives because, like, I love to stick my head out the window like a puppy dog. And like, cause it's so good. And I love like the fresh air and all the greenery. And I also just recently went there for like a family get together because we all hadn't seen each other since COVID. And, and so we went down um, and a bunch of us, like some family members who I hadn't seen in years. And we did like a week family thing. And that was just so lovely. And I just had the best time. So like going to see family there is like the best thing. Where do you go, Maddie, when you get away, get away from Long Island? You just go upstate. Um, yeah, I go upstate. Um, and it's a place called Pine Lake Manor. Um, and uh, it's kind of like a motel a little bit. They okay. serve uh, 
uh, breakfast and lunch, uh, they make it there, and um, we go 4th of July weekend, and we stay there for uh, about a week, and it's so special. We go with, um, you know, the same people every year, and it's funny. Um, if somebody like that we don't know uh, goes there, like somebody that's just like staying there, uh, probably lives upstate or uh, just coming to see the fireworks and everything, we call them outer Lakers. Like we don't like them. Like if we don't know them, we're like, why are you here? Like what, this is <laughs> wow. Like here sounds kind <laughs> of like, uh, territorial, you know? Yeah. And then you know, for the fireworks on the Fourth of July too, um, people will sit outside. Um, in their car and watch the fireworks and it's funny because like every year they do that so like sometimes they joke around i'm like they're my paparazzi they're here for me (laughs) nice nice and in new york uh you guys have had some phenomenal fourth of july fireworks uh this last one you guys had was incredible i Um, wasn't here for that i wish well actually don't because i had a wonderful time where Uh, were you i'm visiting family okay but not like south carolina on this like beautiful island and it was incredible but i'm sure the fireworks here were amazing i too. saw it on tv and i was like my god this is incredible <laughs> what did this cost you know wow um and again uh, kentucky amazing uh the derby you ever been to the derby i haven't my mom goes i think my mom's been a few times and i'm i'm sure my dad's been but i've never been personally i'd like to go but it seems like a super cool thing it's like the thing yeah you know when you go to San Francisco, you eat crab or, or, or French bread or, or, you know, clam chowder. That's what you do. That's where I yeah. grew up. So, again, New York, amazing. Uh, and, again, a huge film community now. A lot of filming there. And, again, Broadway and the arts. You guys knew. Can I say this? Your mom and dad are smart. They're very smart. And they were very, very alert about this. They knew that if you guys were going to make it, you had to be in New York. Yeah. I'm so grateful that they – allowed me to to do this and like live here and it's like such a great place to be to pursue this and you've done a lot you're at home on stage yeah i've been super fortunate any stage fright um i mean like at the beginning of of each show like the first few few performances you always have those like nerves and butterflies and but that and that also i always remember that like that means you care and like and that's a super special thing but I think once you get into the groove of it, it's like you just you're used to it and you, the ball just keeps rolling and you get super comfortable. And so I never struggle with that. The path like after the first few performances, you are so lucky. I, I cannot even do that. But I also like don't get me wrong. I, I do have nerves come and go. Like I would be lying if I said that I don't get nervous for things like I've had plenty of times that I've been super nervous. Has that goose ever bitten you? Oh my gosh, no. Luckily, we had some amazing people working backstage who were who were handling them and it was so that was such a crazy fun experience. Like looking back, I cannot believe like the things that went on, like the how we had live animals and babies and food. like I still can't believe that that was a thing. And we're talking about the fairy ma'am, of course, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh and she was in there. You were uh Nunu. Nunu yes, Carney. I was. Again, a lot going on on that show with babies and animals. And how long was that run? That was a good run, right? Yeah, I think I did it from October 2018 to June 2019. Did you ever miss a show? 
Uh, I did miss a few. I think I a few times had like a stomach bug one oh. time, which was very in it. But I did I did most of them, and there we did like around three hundred something shows wow. of a three hour thing, and I did the entire run. And we did we circled through two casts. The first majorly from London and some from Ireland who had done the show um, on the West End, and then they they did a run. They did like six months, and then we had a new cast that was majorly. New York based, um, I think maybe some LA. Um, and that was, that was like, so great to have both experience that with two casts because like the first one, it was like absolutely magical and, and like kind of started that journey for me. And I was so sad when they left and I was like, there's no way I'm going to get lucky like so lucky again and have such an incredible cast again. And I did. And the second cast was like, also incredible so to have two groups of such special people i'm like eternally lucky for that now maddie did you go did you go see the hurry man no i actually oh you're not I right did, <laughs> i didn't know brooklyn that well yeah I, I like we met like for a brief second in the audition room and then i, I remember you like left right away like, you were like out the door I, you to go. I, I think i'd get I think I had to make call time. Well, yeah, yeah I, I remember that. What was that scheduled? You were, was there evening shows and matinees as well? Yeah. That must have been a two-show day because I'm sure I had to run for call time because it was – we would do Mondays off per, as per usual for shows. And then Tuesday – I think two Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. Wow. So yeah. what's a typical day? You check in about three hours early or <laughs> – um, oh my gosh, it was so long ago. I think because I mean, there's I, I there, like, there's hair and makeup and all that stuff and a wardrobe and yeah, have like half hour call. Um, I think we'd get there a little bit before then and then go through hair, get our costumes on, mic'd up, all that fun stuff, and then like fifteen minute, five minute, and then places and stuff. Wow, wow, <laughs> incredible! What an experience for you. And again, not your only experience. I mean, before that, um, you did Tech Everlasting as well I did. you were yeah. winnie foster and you're also the understudy as well correct yeah and that's that's important because uh just so, just so you guys know uh the bouchard daughters no understudies <laughs> you, you're, you're the not one. how it works on you're the, the uh yeah. doesn't work on tv yeah um wow. but again you've been very very fortunate the, the, the broadway thing musical theater is one thing but to be on the big stage i mean that's uh that's a gift You've been, yeah. you, you are totally blessed. And again, kudos to your mom and dad. Your sisters as well are, are doing the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So they did, they did national tours. They've each done a national tour. There was a point, um, one year where I was doing Matilda at the time in New York City. My sister Sydney was doing Annie on tour. And my sister Raleigh was doing How the Grinch Stole Christmas on tour. So we were all three doing it but all in different places. And my mom and dad were like, what is happening? And that was crazy. But yeah, they're so talented and like, and my sister's about to go study musical theater in college. Nice. She's leaving tomorrow and I'm really sad. Oh yeah. But with, uh, yeah. with everybody doing the thing, um, a lot of holidays disrupted, obviously You're not together. And yeah, so that's, that's kind of a downer. Um, you're you're in New York now, and and I'm gonna ask Maddie as well. The city I've never been to New York, never never been, but I understand it's amazing. 
you are in the thick of it. So, I mean, how is it compared to Kentucky? It is. It's great. Honestly, I feel I am so happy here. And I'm a super, I like being busy and I like the fast paced energy that New York City has. Um, and it's so different than Kentucky, but also like so many of my early memories are in New York just because I was seven when I came here. Right. Um, so I just, I love it a lot. And there's like the people you meet here and, and the everything about it, like the places, the different places you can, you can go so many different places, have so many different experiences and like make so many great relationships. And, and the pizza. Just, like, the pizza. And the pizza. Oh. And the, so the food you, is different. So do you guys, you go to John's? Yeah, I've been. I yeah, I've been to John's. I there's so many good pizza places. It's just endless quality pizza. So I talked to Lulu Wilson a while back, and um, everybody knows Lulu, and she says the thing with John's, I guess it's on, I think Bleecker Street, or I'm not sure where it is, but you've got to sit in the back by the oven. See, that's, <laughs> that's where the pizza tastes the best. So I don't know what, what it is. I never knew that. Yeah, and I guess with the bagels, it's all about the water. New York bagels. What? Yeah, it's, it's oh, yeah, water. I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, I'm not the biggest pizza fan. Like, I'll I'll have it sometimes, but I um there's a really good bagel place uh, near my dad's work. I think it's called like Leo's Bagels or something. And I remember um saying one time like, Dad, I want to go and get like a New York bagel. And then like my mom looked at me. And she was like, Maddie, you literally like live in New York. Like, why are you acting like you are your tourist right now? I was like, I don't know what it's about them, but they're so good. It's it's they weird are. because you know LA is, is LA, I grew up in San Francisco, and it's like there, it's like if you don't eat shellfish and fish and stuff, you're basically told to leave town. But I'm in LA now, and it's like the big thing is I think sushi. I mean, that's probably the big thing here. That's it, you know, yeah. and. Um, the uh, Mexican food is just just so so, but again the sushi here is uh, is phenomenal. A lot of sushi places and, and whatnot, and barbecue too. Now again, New York, the restaurants. I mean, my goodness. I mean, hot dog number one. Hot dogs are great. Um, are you are you vegetarian? No, I'm vegetarian. You are. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So do you do you eat do you do sushi? Um, I actually occasionally will do sushi. Like, I sometimes it's, it's so weird. I switch so often, but yeah. it's either or vegetarian right. i'm also like kind of new to it i okay. haven't eaten red meat in a really long time but i've decided recently to go mostly plant-based good for you good for you maddie i've never had sushi before really why there's sushi in my fridge right now i should i should try it because you should i mean you should. Have i you love not, hibachi have you not tried it like, you got sushi in your fridge I, right I now try it. will you try it now will you try it right now uh, this is the first I, I really should yeah go go get so let me go, stay right there. I'll text your mom. Hold she on. Taste test? I'll I say, love I'll say, um, mom, bring Maddie. This is so funny. Some sushi. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. This is a first, folks. This is a. God. I think it's my sister's, but my sister. Oh. I would. There's like two. There's like two little sushi things. Okay, you'll have, you'll have, you'll have one. You never, you never yeah. had sushi before. I've never had sushi. Before. So it's, it's not always all raw. Just so you know, sometimes it's cooked yeah. or smoked or whatnot. So let's see yeah. what happens here. I think you'll like it. Um, I think it's like the common type of sushi. Like, usually the stuff that people show in the movies. It's, it's, oh, she's getting, she's getting it right now. She's just, <laughs> Very proud yeah, just, of you, just, just bring one. There you go. There she goes. Oh, there it is. And mom's wow, got that. I wish you could see this. Okay. So, um, how do, I, you, I, how do I eat it? Do you have chopsticks? You don't. 
this okay ready uh, so let's see what let's see what you have there which the um again folks our this is conversations radio okay that's uh california roll so it's kind of a, a potpourri of uh sushi uh maddie croco is my co-host and brooklyn shucker here both from evil and uh she's gonna try sushi for the first time ever <laughs> this is great this is compelling a compelling podcast for sure this is yes. good stuff. Yeah, you can't you can't you know buy this on cable. This is good. Okay, I are you love, ready? What is it called? So how does I love? So how does what do you think? So soy far. sauce is really good. You, okay, so what do you think of the sushi right now? What's your first impression? You haven't tried it yet. Okay, Just is it, okay. go for it. What do you think? Mmm. <laughs> mmm. It kind of tastes like a salad a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a salad. Are you feeling it or no? Mm, I'm not sure. Just put the whole thing it's in your like, mouth. Just eat the whole thing. Because yeah, number one, when you Brooklyn, you know this as well. When you eat sushi, you put it all in your mouth. You don't do that biting yeah, stuff because it'll fall straight. apart. That's the rule of thumb. Yeah. Oh. Ready? So what do you think? Little spicy. Mm. Little spicy. Mm-mm. No. Okay. It's not spicy. Okay. Good. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Congratulations. It's, it's the first. You did it here on, on live radio. That's fantastic. So, again, my. Yeah. Why is it spicy now? Okay, because it's got wasabi in it. It's a green. What? Yeah, wasabi is a green um, paste. It's kind of real spicy. Mm. Usually, it you. Did, it did taste like yeah. pasty. Well, they use that to keep it so it doesn't fall apart. It's like a glue almost. Mm. But what you do is when you. This is the sushi lesson. Welcome to Sushi Talk. Uh, <laughs> you. um. You have a little bowl of soy sauce, and you take the wasabi, which is green, you mix it together, and you just yeah, you dip your sushi in. Yeah, it's great. Wow. How are you? You okay? Yeah, bad. You're not going to vomit, right? You're okay? Right. No, 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 I'm good. Okay. That was a very fun experience. That was good. Yeah. That's, that's not, really compelling. That's not how I was expecting this would go. So now, yeah, now, now, do, you, do, your, do your parents go after sushi and stuff, too? So my sister, like, loves sushi now. Like, she yeah. tried it, I think, with her friend, and she loves it now. Yeah, and again, again, folks, this is not sushi talk. I'm sorry, but I'm glad she got to try that. And the thing with sushi, especially the all-you-can-eat places, you can go, you can go nuts, seriously. Because, yeah. And the thing with that is, if you if you go all, if you order a bunch, they want you to eat it all, or they're going to charge you back for it. <laughs> it's never happened, but they they will. Uh, and uh, I've overdone it a few times. Where it's like, oh my god, I'm so I'm just like so stuffed. I can't you know do it anymore. So well, there you go. A first thing. Let me go ahead and stop down here again. What a what a hey what a compelling uh, podcast this is. Great uh, from New York City and from Long Island, we have Brooklyn Shuck and my co-host Maddie Croco. Both are on the Paramount Plus show Evil. Maddie plays Lexus and Brooklyn plays Lynn, the eldest sister who loves being in charge. Now I've noticed that you kind of like any yeah. any uh, any Just chance to, to to uh, exercise. Again, now the show probably the 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 big thing for you now. Have you taken some time out and done some more some more musical theater stuff? Did you get a chance to do it a little bit? Um, you mean ever since we wrapped? Not really. I mean, currently I'm kind of more submerged into the, or at least um, with Evil, pursuing film and TV, and I'm really enjoying that. And especially since things are just starting to kind of come back together for for Broadway and things since COVID. There haven't there hasn't really been anything musical theater. I mean, I still am singing because I love doing that. Um, Wonderful voice, by not, the way. Wonderful voice. It's really thank good. You. Yeah. You played Sadie in Rise. I did. Great show. What an experience. How was that? Yeah. 
It was really, it was really a lot of fun. I think I was 11 or 12 at the time. There were a lot of super talented people that worked on that show. I actually played the girl that played my sister. I had done Annie on Broadway with, but really? it ended up that we both booked it and played sisters, which was like, it's actually her birthday today. So oh, wow. Birthday cool. You know, also Michael Coulter's birthday today too. I know. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday, Mike. And again, Happy birthday, um, everybody. Uh, um, Michael yeah, Coulter, please. That was, that was such a fun experience to play her sister. Um, and just like such a cool idea for a show and so many talented people. Um, yeah, it was, it was a blast for sure. And that filmed in New York. Yeah. Yeah. You've been lucky. Again, a lot of filming. Oh, right? A lot of filming like, in New York I, now. And, and yeah. I just add, like, with everything starting up again, like, I see, like, all my friends getting all this stuff, and I'm like, like, like I gotta get on this. Like, yeah. the, the only thing is, it's tricky for my age. Like, I, and I don't know if, like, Brooklyn, you, you deal with this, too. Um, like, age-wise, I'm always cast younger. Like, um, even in the show, I'm, I think I'm, like, nine years old. I'm 13. And I always, like, kind of, like, joke around, like, with Skylar. She's older than me in the show, but I'm actually a year older than her. Um, so, like, she'll, like, make fun of me a little bit. And I'm like, I'm still older than you in real life. Like, what's your back? I'm still older than you. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed, again, I bring up the the episode where you guys, with, with the girl with the mask, who you thought was Brenda, but actually wasn't Brenda. And you guys go into the basement, and she wants you to do something, and she's like, no, nah, I'm going to check with Grandma first. It's like, you're yeah, the one that's kind of, like, want to make sure you're doing the right thing. But, um, again, Lynn is quickly honing in and wants to run the whole show. But, um, I know. I, I saw the last episode this week, and Grandma's getting kind of strange. The whole uh, shrine and everything. So, again, I don't want to be, give any spoilers, but Lex is like, uh-uh. If you want any part of this, oh. I'm out. Yeah. So, a phenomenal show. The cast, and you mentioned, mentioned Brooklyn, the sadness when it's all over. There are video clips online, of course, of, of your when you wrapped your last season, and of course, uh, yeah, it's that's rough. But you're coming back, yeah, which is great. It's always super emotional. It's always like for anything, I get super emotionally attached because like you spend so much time building these relationships on and off screen, and or you know in a show, um, and so it's super hard to say goodbye. And it's and it's hard because sometimes between wrapping and filming and you don't know if there's going to be another sure. season and so you never you just never know so and, and just also not seeing people or seeing people every day and then not suddenly not seeing them is also just like a huge change and that can be hard but i'm so happy that we get to come back because i adore this cast and can't wait to spend more time with them and you're a family which is great too yeah I mean, we are we really are a phenomenal cast a phenomenal cast amazing and again michael emerson oh. <laughs> Definitely, There's also yeah. a funny story about rapping. Oh my goodness. I wasn't actually rapping that day uh, because I think I had like uh, two more scenes to film. So I had two more days left and um, I hugged Brooklyn. And then I said like, oh, where's my mask? Cause I wanted to put my mask on. And um, then after I put my mask on, I hugged her one more time and I just start crying. Like literally like it was the hardest thing like I've ever dealt with. And I wasn't even rapping that day. So everybody was looking over at me and, and everybody's like, you're not even rapping today or whatever. So then we go back into the school room because we had to do school that day. And literally, I was hugging everybody. And then I see Skylar and she's bawling. Uh-huh. And we look at each other and we pause for a moment. And then, like, all the tears just, like, started to come or whatever. It was definitely a really hard moment because we also didn't know if we were coming back or not. Yeah, this... there were a lot of waterworks. Amazing. I mean, yeah. you guys were shooting, like, five, five days a week, right? 
Yeah, it was it was kind of on and off, depended on the episode, but like we got super tight with the time that we did spend together and like yeah, that was that was very difficult. So that film's in New York. How much is that as soundstage and how much is that as actual locations? Not a lot. A lot a lot of ours is soundstage. Um, just because you see us a lot in the house and that's on a and that's at our studio. Um, but they they do plenty of on location stuff. But we, we were on location a few times last season. But, um, I mean, it, a lot at the studio, but also, like, there's a good amount on location. Okay, so the house uh, with, with the train, the train, is that CGI? Um, I think when we film out, or wait, maybe we shouldn't give away our <laughs> secrets. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> sometimes, I think when we're outside, it's, I think we shoot on location. Okay. When we're outside, like, with the gotcha. train. Like, that, there is actually a train. Yeah, there, there, there's been... There's been like times where I'll be in the middle of a scene, um, especially like when I'm outside on the swings, and all of a sudden like a train will go by, and like we'll have to like pause where we're going. Yeah, they're like because wait on, for the train to pass. Because on the show that train is loud. I'm like, how could someone live like that? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I it is really like loud. Funny. Imagine if you were like living there and you're like doing voiceovers and stuff. You, you, how could you do that? It would be, that would be possible. Be yeah. And then uh, again, the church scenes amazing. Yeah, just it just everything is so, so precise and so, you know the prop, the, the placement and everything of, of the props and set decorating. And of course now they've all gone to the uh, monastery, so that's a whole other thing too. So again, I know I'm uh, very excited for this week's episode. So you guys get a chance. You guys get a chance to kind of wander around and explore stuff. And I I actually did get to. Um go into like kind of like one of the sets um for next episode and like it's in this like whole like religious place or whatever and it it was like kind of like a hallway and they put it on the stage um where like the house is and everything and they were like maddie like walked down i was like nope uh, no thank you like <laughs> i know what haunted houses are something will pop out and i'm not about that tell me about your scenes uh with, with everybody again you've got katcha Michael Emerson, Asif, Michael Coulter, Christine Latte, your sisters as well. Amazing cast. And you guys just seem to, I mean, it just seems to really come together. I mean, it's its really, really good. But we have talked, I mean, the last time when, when you were on Maddie, we talked about your scenes with Michael Emerson. Yeah, he gravitates towards those roles. But he's just so, so yeah. good. And I remember him back from Lost. So. My sister is obsessed with that show right now. Really? Um. Yeah, and so she's watching it. She, it's so funny because she's like, oh my gosh. She loves him on that show, and I just think it's so funny. Yeah, he's, um, uh, again, a big part of the show and really kind of almost responsible for all the all of it as far as the evil part yeah. of it. So, so. Yeah, he, he does play a lot of, of roles like that, but it's just he's, he's just so good at it. Like, how yeah. can he not when he just, like, completely just – Plays it so incredibly well. Well, this is the second. He sec just bodies that that role. Again, this is the second season, folks. It's uh, evil. It's on Paramount Plus, and season three is on the way. And uh, I'm I'm proud to say I'm totally caught up with it as far as mm -hmm. the episodes. A lot of binge watching, but um, but I got it. I mean, it was it was great. Um, your preparation for that role when they when they picked you guys, obviously you guys did a, meet, a kind of mix and match kind of thing. Do you have any concerns at all when you got cast for this? No. 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 Because especially since like 
when we all met each other, it was just kind of like an instant just puzzle that fit. Like we just all kind of fit the the puzzle and and just like meeting everyone was awesome and, and everyone just like got along so well and there's just like great chemistry between us all and um it, it just come it comes so easy and everything is just so authentic because of the relationships we have off screen and we're we're so lucky. Everyone is so so wonderful. And then talking over each other. Um how hilarious is that? It's pretty yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like our our classic Bouchard thing. And Laura yeah. seems Laura gets like gets the last word usually. I notice when she's in there. Yeah. She's like oh yeah, really loud. yeah. She's she's really good at that. And even like just like I think when we first happened, like we just all knew. Like also, that happens a lot. Like it was just like yeah. with the connection and everything. And even we also all have sisters. We all actually have sisters. Yeah. Um, in real life, and so we know what that's like, and we channel that super easily, and and that just makes it even more real on top of it all. Yeah, and it's not even like we. I have to say, like. For this to be my first thing, I am, like, so lucky to have, like, everybody on set, not even, like, the actor, like, even, like, the people who worked at Crafty, the people who made so many hot chocolates to me, I I bless you, and, like, I love, (laughs) I love all, like, all the crew, everyone that works behind the scenes, I love them all. And even Robert and Michelle King, we got to know them, too, and I think when we first wrapped, even I'm looking at Brooklyn, I'm looking at her um, necklaces, we're both wearing the yeah. Oh wow! They, they, the yeah, King, they they bought us some necklaces. I wear this every day. The Kings Aww. got us this wrap season one, I think. Yeah. Well, I know you know Rockney O'Bannon was on a couple, a couple weeks ago with uh, with Maddie, and he, and he he adores you guys, and and he loves working on the show. Um, executive producer, and he's written episodes as well. But uh, he has mentioned that uh, season three is going to be very interesting for you guys. Uh, so, I'm so um, excited. Yeah. I get so excited when we get the episodes like in our inbox. Yeah. Especially yeah. if like we, me and Brooklyn have scenes. Like I remember, uh, there was like an episode, um, and I I was looking in the mirror, and then all of a sudden like Brooklyn comes up to me and she does a little bump bump, and the the director went like keep on doing that. So I am hoping that like me and Brooklyn have something together because like. I just love to work with Brooklyn. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you. Awesome. The uh, the elevator game. Let's talk about that quickly. Uh, we are getting close to running out of time, but we may go over a little bit. I mentioned that before we started, so yeah, I totally I'm don't covered. Mind. Um, the elevator game. I noticed that when you guys went, Lexus didn't come. I'm thinking that's intentional. Well, yeah, we have our theories. Yeah. Okay. So I won't go there. But again, very, 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 very creepy. And now I still want to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Isn't it? Every and, game they do, it's like you wonder if, if that could possibly be a thing in the real world. And elevators are kind of scary as it is, especially. They uh, are. Yeah. So, I mean, to do that, especially ones that like are like outside hanging off a building, you know, I used to oh. I used to hate that. Now I'm used, I, I, I'm fine with it. But I remember going to Seattle and they got the Space Needle. And that's like 500 feet up. And the the, uh, the elevator, I just kind of like closed my eyes the whole way. And, but now I'm fine. Great episode. Again, they're all they're all really good. The, and, and you guys are involved in most of the episodes, which is good. The storyline's good. It is not so much, not so much scary, but it's just... It's like, it's, it's more like 
psychologically right boring. right exactly like you're not fixed with you it, it really does and it gets and like, it takes so much stuff that happens in real life and that just makes it like even creepier yeah that's what i i love and respect about it is is how current it is and how many issues it deals with that's like so relevant and that just brings another element that draws people in and i think that's so that's so great that, that they do that when you auditioned for the show brooklyn and i'll ask maddie as well um and you did you have any idea that it was, was going to be this psychologically strange no i mean i mean given the title i'm i'm sure we had like an inkling yeah but but no i don't i don't think i expected half of what um it is and I'm constantly impressed and surprised by the the new content and and the new ideas that that are put into the script. So when you do get your scripts in the inbox, you're like, oh my. Yes, I read them immediately, and like my heart just like is about to burst with joy, and I um I read them through, and like it just brings me so much. Now, when I had Maddie, when I had Maddie on last time. This was before the whole the whole teeth bleeding thing and biting fingers and whatnot. So your role got got kind of almost gory with the blood thing. Tell me about that. All the prep for that. I I like even just like going into the audition room. We did not know that we would actually like, be the sh- be in this show at all. Like I thought it was gonna be like a quick thing, like maybe like a three episode thing where like we're in it and we're just sitting on the couch watching TV. I had <laughs> no idea that we would be doing anything. And I, and I don't, I feel like if I knew that this, um, this show was going to have so much of like Lexus in it, I, I have to say, I don't think I would have auditioned. I, I think I would have <laughs> been like, you know what? I'm not, I don't know if I could do this. Like I'm very new to it. And at the time, like I would have like passed on it if I knew that I was, you know, doing so much, but I'm actually kind of glad that like, it wasn't like, I can't say no, because it was like, it was a challenge for me. And like, I even have like anxiety going to the dentist, like now, like it was good for me to just be like, um, well, this is scary stuff that happens in the world and this could happen. And I'm sure I'm sorry, like for the dentist that have to get bitten all day by little kids. (laughs) I have to say that's probably a very hard job for them. <laughs> how does that how does that fake blood taste? Um, I tried not to taste it. I don't do good with like anything really flavored. Like I really don't. Like I will never have medicine. I cannot take pills. I have like certain medicine that like I take and I'm like if it's yeah. not this flavor, I'm not taking it. So I, as soon as they put it in my mouth and put it on my teeth, I was like, just don't even worry about it. Don't even taste it. Don't do anything. Like, don't mess it up. So <laughs> I can't really tell you. It, it wasn't like fruity, but it also wasn't like <laughs> nicely tasting. So th- th- what's cool about this part of this sh- series now, this this at this point, is this is all kind of happening for you with the teeth bleeding and, and the, almost like fangs. But your sisters really don't know about this yet, which is kind of interesting. They really haven't touched on what their reaction is, you know? So, uh, yeah. really it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's you and, and, uh, Kristen. And then obviously the dentist, you bit her finger off. And then the one visit from Asa, uh, from uh, Asa, from Ben, Ben, the magnificent, it, a lot of the line is like, what are you doing here? What are you guys, what's going on? Cause there's a sink full of blood, you know? So, but, uh, it, it all works at the end. And again, the, um, 
The content's good. Storyline's good. You guys are amazing. A lot Thank different you. than Broadway, obviously. But yes. um, certainly, um, certainly uh, amazing. Now, you do have some downtime, Brooklyn. Obviously, the show hasn't started filming yet. Are you yeah. are you game to do some stage work between now and then? Um, or is it going to work out? I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm willing to do, you know, whatever opportunities arise. But I don't know. Well, schedule-wise, I don't know. Because, like, you know, for, for theater, a lot of the time, it's kind of a longer commitment. So we don't really know. But, I mean, I guess we'll see what other projects kind of come up whether that's theater or film and tv and and i'm so open to like anything so i guess we'll just we'll see i can tell by by your resume as well as the passion you have for musical theater that you'll always be doing that it's something you yeah you enjoy i don't currently i'm i am really enjoying film and tv and like i would love to continue to pursue that but there is there totally is like a a world in which like a little later, I, I kind of come back to it because like that's where it all start. It all started, and that would be like a super full circle moment. And I do. I mean, there's nothing like live theater, and I am so thankful for for all those experiences and all the memories I made. And like, I just love. I just have such a strong passion for performing in like any form. So like, I'm so just willing to. Do anything a lot of memories a lot of pictures a lot of you know texting a lot of uh, a lot of relationships there and you look yeah. around because you're, you're doing a huge tv show now plus all the stage uh projects you've worked on do you want to at one time at one point maybe produce or direct or work behind the scenes or something yeah i totally would love to do that like because i'm just so i'm so in love with with like the industry and and the art of it all and i would love to be on the other side of things i would love to direct someday um and i also love music and like i would love to yeah. make music some sort and like release music i write some music and oh, like that would be a dream um and then yeah directing film would be like or even i mean theater directing anything would be like such a privilege yeah and again you've got a phenomenal voice as well uh, Thank you. Both, both speaking so, and singing as well. Um, are you able to watch yourself on the show and not cringe? Yeah, I mean, I that's all, that's definitely something that I've worked on because I I it's hard not to be critical of yourself when you're watching yourself. But um, I do. It's also so wonderful to be on a show that I genuinely love to watch, like regardless of whether or not I'm in it. Um, I just love watching the show, and it's so intriguing, and I'm, I just love watching it. I do. Maddie, you able to watch yourself on TV? No. Really? No. <laughs> I can't even watch myself tapes. Like, I remember, like, I was first, like, auditioning for this, like, not, like, auditioning, but I was working uh, with, like, a new um, acting coach who I love now. Oh, my God, I love her so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, you know, her name's Regina, and she, like, walked over to me, and she was like, we just finished, like, doing it, like, um, filming, and she was like, do you like to watch a shelf? And I was like, no, uh-uh, just show my mom, like, I'm okay. <laughs> it, it definitely is a hard thing, and I, I see a lot of actors that don't watch any of their stuff, and, like, it's totally a preference thing, and, like, if that's not something that, you know, you want to you wanna do, then, like, that, it's totally understandable, because, like, it is very hard to, to see that sometimes, but it, it also is really important to, like, 
it's nice sometimes to watch it and be just like thankful and proud and sure. Yeah, and even um with Sandy too, like uh the girl who takes us on set, usually she'll take me in Brooklyn. Brooklyn actually introduced me to Sandy. Oh. Uh, well, now, now I go to set alone though, because I'm sixteen. Yeah, she's sixteen. <laughs> so uh, like she'll like as I said like last time the, t the screen will freeze or whatever and I'll get to see something and she's like Maddie like I don't want to show you like and and she knows she knows me that like I don't like to see myself and like she's like I don't want you to cringe at yourself because you're doing everything right and like that's something that I, I I'll deal with I'll think that I'll make a weird face and be like okay I'm not gonna do that anymore but I'll be doing like the same, I'll, I'll be doing it right or whatever. And I, I, that's just hard because like, I don't want to fix myself if there's nothing to be fixed, you know? Right. It's all about the process, certainly. And again, it's easy to get critical, uh, I'm sure. Um, but uh, at the end, I, I, think, I think I think it's probably normal, though. You know, to say, why did, yeah. I, why did I say it that way? Why didn't I? Yeah, you know, it totally is. It totally yeah. is normal. Yeah, why did they go with that take, you know? So uh, <laughs> obviously multiple takes, you know, so um, that, that's part of it. But uh, you guys are making it work. You guys have a phenomenal opportunity. Um, I'm glad that COVID is kind of lightening it up. It's not as bad, and things are kind of opening it up now, which is well yeah. because because uh, obviously that was a rough was a rough year um, for for Broadway and for for TV and film, uh, the arts in general, um, the both for the performers as well as the behind the scenes folks. You know, um, it, was, it was awful, <laughs> and yeah. glad that that's kind of um, that's kind of um, you know, better. We're all wearing masks. So that's fine. You know, that's good. Now, do you, that being said, do you get spotted in public when you're out and about? Have you been spotted at all? I feel, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, a few times, I remember a time I was at, was it Broadway? Um, the Broadway flea market. Oh, that's fun because like people will, cause you know, they have all the booths with like all the shows and some sure. people. And I, I remember when I would do some of the shows, I would work at the booths at the Broadway Flea Market. Oh, fun. And, like, people love – that's just, like, such a fun, like, communal place. And, like, people – it's awesome. Some people will, like – how it's nice to have conversations with people that enjoy the show. And it's awesome. I still – recognized. You, well, we're all wearing masks now. That's the problem. You, you can't. Yeah, that I, I have to say, I think that's, like, one of the things that, like, you know, you can see Kylie Jenner walking down the street and, you know, she might be the same. It might just be – um, somebody else. So you won't go up to them because you. Yeah, don't want I to went to I went to camp. <laughs> I was talking to one of the counselors about how I was on a show, and he was like, "Oh, what show?" And I was like, "Oh, it's called Evil." And he was like, "Oh my god, I just finished watching that. Like, I don't know how I did it, how I did put it together." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's crazy!" Wow. And again, you know, for me, it's radio and podcasting, so it's all about the hair. We don't, you know, you've got no face, you know. It's funny. <laughs> There's this book. Let me show you this. I'll show you this cover real quick. This book, it's called 40 Watts from Nowhere, and it's about Sue Carpenter, who for years ran a pirate radio station. But this is the cover. Because you, you, in, so cool. in radio, you've got no face. You know, just uh, just you know, just, just voice. But, uh, yeah. Um, now, who have you spotted in New York when you're out and about? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. A lot of people. I think... Uh, one time and not uh, from evil not from evil this is besides evil yeah yeah, yeah. cool mm, that's a good I saw Brooklyn once actually <laughs> really when, when we filmed the yeah when we put um when we filmed the pilot 
Um, it was like, I don't even think we knew if it was getting picked up yet or anything. And I was on my way to go to a cabaret or whatever. And I saw like, recognize like a, um, dress or like a shirt that she was wearing. And I said like, like Haley, like imagine if it was Brooklyn because Haley's my sister's name. I go like Haley, I think that's Brooklyn. And she goes, no. She was like, no, that's not Brooklyn. Like don't go. As <laughs> like I think she didn't want to be embarrassed. And then all of a sudden, I, I, the next thing I know, I'm screaming Brooklyn. She turns around, and I, and she was like, oh my god, Maddie. So like we we saw each other, and it was like so nice. It's so and, funny. Yeah. It's, truly, is a small world, but yeah. like it's so funny people. It's for me, you know, being in L.A. and I'm almost like tired of it, but I'm not. I mean. It always happens to me. No matter where I go, I, I see somebody I know or I, I recognize. Or I feel like LA is probably even more than New York. Yeah, and it's like just crazy. I was in Mel's Diner yesterday. Mel's Diner in, in, in Sherman Oaks. It's very iconic. And I look over. Lori Grenier from Shark Tank is there. <laughs> oh, um, my God. And, and again, amazing. She's like, she's like the QVC queen. I'm not one to approach. I don't. That's not my style. However, I was in Starbucks about six years ago, and Gwen Stefani walked in, and I just no way. Yeah, I mean, and I'll, I'll tell you, amazing, amazing, um, yeah, uh, singer rather, and just really, really nice, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, again with masks, it's kind of hard to get recognized now. True, That's true, again, it is so. very hard. <laughs> and my friend, my friend called, or I think she either called me or texted me, and. She was like, I'm pretty sure I'm on the train with Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> and I was like, no way. I'm so jealous. Like, I would pass if out. I could, if I could teleport right now, it would be the perfect moment. Yeah. I am like the biggest Olivia Rodrigo and Aaron. Oh, Rodrigo. my. Billy Eilish fan. Like, oh, my God. If I saw one of them, I would pass out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, the subway. The subway is a huge thing for you guys. It's like just, yeah. you know, you don't, never know I who you're going to run, run into. Again, the show, folks. If you haven't watched it yet, start watching it. It's amazing. It's called Evil. It's on Paramount Plus, season one and two. Season three is on the way, and uh, episodes, um, new episodes every Sunday. Uh, an amazing show. Uh, Brooklyn Shuck as well. An amazing actress, stage, screen, television, and Maddie Crocco as well. Uh, a, a phenomenal success story. To book a show off your first professional audition, that is. That like never happens. That never happens. I mean, it, it does, but not very often. Those are like the stories you hear where, you know, you go in an audition for someone. It's like, you know, they're like, okay, thank you. And you're like, what just happened? And then you get called like six months later. You know, it's like, oh, you booked it. Or, you know, it's like, well, when, did I, yeah. when did I audition for that? But the, I've talked to folks, young kids that have tried out for parts. Literally, they're at the airport getting ready to go home and they get the call. By the way, you booked it. Mm-hmm. And they got to, you know cash in their uh their plane tickets and they're they're here to stay so it happens uh unfortunately it's a numbers game there are a lot of no's but the yeses are great and you guys have really uh a really good spot there congratulations on that i'm so glad you you guys came on here brooklyn um shuck how can they follow you on on social media online my instagram is brooklyn shuck I think my Twitter is also Brooklyn Chef. I think so too. Uh, I think that might be all I got. And you're on IMDb as well, so this is there. Yeah. And a lot of YouTube stuff as well. You check out her. You check out her, her early videos. I mean, you were young. Some young stuff on there, and uh, but uh, the talent was uh, is, is just something you've hung on to, and it's 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 there. It's amazing. 
Um, Thank you. And Maddie, my co-host, again, you kind of moved up pretty quick. Usually co-hosting is like six months down the road. It's like two weeks later she's co-hosting. So it's great. How do they follow you, Maddie? They can follow me on Maddie underscore Croco. Wait, Maddie underscore Croco underscore official. A lot of underscores. And also, I started a jewelry store. So if you got, yes. if you guys want to get some jewelry, you can look up um, Maddie over the moon. I think there's one capital on Maddie. Still not sure. But if you guys want some jewelry, <laughs> check it out because it's really cool. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And again, uh, yeah, that, that's jewelry. Yeah, for sure. And the, um, yeah, wow. It's good to have uh, a B plan, I guess. But uh, <laughs> you're far from needing a B plan at this point. You guys are doing well. Great show. Brooklyn, will you come back on again? Yes, of course. Definitely. Brooklyn Shuck, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And Maddie Krakow, I thank you. Don't thank forget, you. folks, again, check the show out. It's evil. It's on Paramount+. Plus. New shows every Sunday. Season 2 is well underway. And Season 3 is on the way uh, in 2022. So go ahead and check that out. Brooklyn Maddie, thank you so much. And that is a wrap. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. This is Conversations Radio. So long. (laughs) 